0: It's Friday night. It's 7 o'clock. It's time for the Sports Phone. Sports phone here on KZyx. Jerry in Portland. Jim in the studio. Jim, it's another Friday. Time for another edition of the show. How are you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing good. I'm um, I'm rearing to go. I've, I've, uh, I'm as I say, I'm off work right now, and I'm not doing the long drive from Fort Bragg. And uh, it's I got to admit, it's something I look forward to, Jerry.
0: Yeah, I had a short week, which was nice. It felt like it came quicker this week. I had Monday off, and so. Everything kind of felt like a guy. Everything got done, or closer to the end of the week, a little bit quicker, which I really liked. Which meant sports phone came just a little bit quicker. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to it again uh, once a week. Jim and I get together, and we're here to talk about sports. That's that's pretty simply put, what the sports phone is. Um, if you're new to the show, we want you, the listeners, to drive the topics. Talk about whatever you want to talk about that's going on in the world of sports. It can be professional level, college level, local level, rec league, whatever. Jim and I just want to talk about it, if it's related to sports in any way, shape, or form. And again, we like having the callers drive the show, bring up the topics. We'll give you our opinions if uh, you so desire, but if you just want to get on and rant for a little bit, feel free to do that as well. We just are here to talk about sports. The number to do that is 448 so give us a call let's talk sports for the next hour or so jim i feel like we got through that a lot quicker than we normally do Phil, i, I think i think i failed you in in pre pre-show rambling today
1: well i have got my list of what i want to talk about in the sports phone and th- th- now you know you know me well you know me better than um, probably better than anyone when it comes to sports um, I like this, and my because my list is getting longer and longer and longer. I, I'm so worried. I, I am still worried from week to week that we're going to get on the phone, and you're good at just. You could talk the whole hour if we had to. I think with me just saying uh yeah uh yeah uh, and I'm always worried we're going to run out of stuff, and, and our list is getting longer because because our listeners are bringing up more topics than we are which is what, which is what we designed i mean just to i want to remind a few people about about sports phone um it got designed over over it got um designed after a show called the maui sports phone uh that was on a lot on on maui and the guy just opened up the line and talked about it there was no agenda he just opened up the lines they talked uh, about sports that's number one number two and that's what we, we like to do. If, if we have to bring up topics, we will, because Jerry and I do it all day long anyway. <laughs> we mm-hmm. do it all the way long. We've been doing it for the last half hour. And the other thing is, we do not have... Very common on talk shows on KZYX, and I would say on most public radio stations, is this term that I think they made up in public radio of double dipping in a talk show. <laughs> which, which they're so against it on all the talk shows... Uh, they always say oh you can't double dip and if you're going to double dip you got to double dip in the last five minutes of the show we encourage double dipping you bring up a topic someone challenges you you call back up and challenge them right back and if it if that's all we do is talk play referee between two people for the whole hour so be it so there's no rules here on double triple or quadruple dipping if we need to get rid of you we will (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, but give us a call. I mean, that that's the bottom line. We just want to talk about sports wherever it is, whatever it is. We want to talk about it. 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports. I say let's start, as we always do, with On This Day in Sports, which uh, is, is something that I'm trying to continue as the way we like to start the show if we don't have any calls Uh, I'm going to go first this time, uh, because I think, Jim, you normally does, so I'm going to switch it up and go first here. Uh, This is one that I I think everyone knows about if you're a basketball fan. I didn't realize it was today, uh, but on January 22nd, 2006, uh, Kobe Bryant scored 81 points in a 122-104 win against the Toronto Raptors, and that, to this day, is the second-highest total uh, in NBA history, only behind Wilt Chamberlain, and it is, I believe, the Lakers' single-game scoring record. Uh, but yeah, he is only he's second behind Wilt Chamberlain. And I still remember watching that game in 2006. Jim and I taped it, and we watched it after the fact. But Jim, it's funny, you were asking about, did we watch that game? Did, did, were we together and all that? And you didn't remember. And I decided to save this little story till after the show. So we had taped it on our DVR and kind of our way we watched games was yeah. we would watch the game it would be over, and we'd delete it, right? Because we didn't have any use for it anymore. Right. And the reason that this stands out, and I remember it, is we watched it, we got super excited because Kobe scored 81 points, and then we deleted it. And then about an hour later, we're watching Sports Center, and we kind of look at each other and just kind of say, we probably shouldn't have deleted that. That might be something we'd want to watch in full again. And we never got to because we deleted it. So so that's what I remember about that night yeah, no, and just, why it stands out. Because we had deleted it after just going crazy over it and we realized afterwards we probably should have held on to it. We
1: we got a caller that's 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 waiting to get on here and we'll get to him in, in a second. I just want to add my um my uh, take on that when, when I asked you before the show if we were together for it I realized the year was 2006 so you were yeah. like you were like just getting out of middle school
0: I would have been uh, 2006 January I either would have been in 8th grade or a freshman in high school right. don't, so, yeah.
1: so we were watching every yeah. game together then hello caller you're on the air
2: hey guys how are we doing this evening hey, Vincent hey Vince doing well doing well good good uh, I'll throw in uh, this day in sports uh, Hank here passed away
1: Today. Today. Wait a minute. Today.
2: Yeah. January
1: twenty second, two thousand and twenty one. Yes, sir. Th- that's our news. Funny you should say that, Vince. Because well, actually, Jared, let's see how much we think alike. Was that going to be yours?
0: Oh yeah, that was mine. So so we when, have. When you a, asked me to come for something for
1: today. Yeah, we have a new new. I don't know what started it, Vince, but now after this day in sports. History is what it's really called, this day in sports history. We're always going to have a this day, today in sports.
2: Yeah. And, and yeah, there'll be moments, you know, there'll be moments of this day. And I thought, I thought we all know, you're not big baseball fans, but you guys know who Hank Aaron is and what he meant to. Give me
1: his most famous, know. famous thing, Vince. <laughs> oh, no, I, I know, but I give know. me, yeah. actually, I take that back. Give me something besides his most famous thing.
2: Oh, for Hank Aaron? Yeah. I, I mean, he really has done a lot for uh, inner city kids playing sports, whether it's baseball or other sports, you know, throughout the, the 90s and, and early 2000s. Like, he's been a, an advocate for all kinds of uh, integration and, and making sure that African Americans are getting opportunities, especially, like, you know, the baseball numbers are lower than they've ever been for, for them. And he was one of the people that kind of keeps that energy or kept that energy alive. Uh, you know, for the, for youth, uh, he did a lot of stuff off the field. That was huge. Uh, if you have something in mind, though, I'm curious.
1: No, no, I, I don't. That's I was, Jerry, what Ev. Jerry, what do you think is, is there, I mean, it's the home run hitting that, that, that the only thing I really know about Hank Aaron.
0: Yeah. Until, well, until Barry Bonds, he was the all-time home run leader. I mean, here's a little fun nugget, just kind of scanning through his, his history. I, I like these kind of things. I think this just shows how good he was. Uh, so he was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1982, receiving 97.8% approval uh, his first year on the ballot, which made him nine votes short of becoming the first unanimous choice ever for the Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, so well, I think that shows how good he was. This may
1: be the first week uh, without more calls piling in. Uh, we got Jerry's <laughs> in. Uh, first of all, Vince, where were you the night Kobe scored 81?
2: Ah. Uh, that was 2006, so I was still living in Florida, probably not watching it, but at a sports bar probably or at a friend's house, and it, was, it probably was on. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't. I don't remember, like, watching the whole game, but I definitely remember, you know, catching SportsCenter the next day and being like, holy smokes. Yeah, that, you yeah. know, wow. That was uh, impressive, especially if you look at the stats. It's, it's not like he took 60 shots. And he oh, made no. You know, 28 of 46. That's pretty darn good.
1: Let me take yeah. let me take these this next call, Vince, and um, we're gonna we got a lot to talk about tonight. I hope we get your back.
2: Awesome, definitely.
1: Hello Thanks. Paul, you're on the air.
3: Hi there. Hey. Um, I just found a good a good little fact that because I want to keep supporting the women in sports Ooh. in nineteen eighty four Annette Kennedy of um, State University of of New York set a women's basketball record. With 70 points in one game. What year? 1984.
1: Do you know which State University of New York?
3: No, it doesn't. I don't know.
1: The reason I asked you is that I played against all the State University of New York teams.
3: But you didn't play against Annette Kennedy on the women's no, team. No,
1: no, no. Any, <laughs> any, chance, any chance it's a famous Kennedy? Do, do you know?
3: No, I don't think so. Hmm. Okay, that's all. Wow. Well,
1: that's a. Hi. Thanks for the call. Got anything on it? It's
0: interesting. I, I pulled up uh, an archive of the New York Times, and it just lists it as Annette Kennedy, a junior, scored 70 points tonight, setting, setting a record as she led State University of New York. Oh, at purchase. There it is. State University of New York at purchase.
1: At purchase?
0: Yeah. Huh. Here's, the, here's the best part about this story, Jim. She scored seventy points against uh, against Pratt Institute in a one hundred sixteen to twenty one victory.
1: Oh boy, one of those games. Jeez, 34,
0: 34 yeah, uh, made yeah, shots yeah. on forty three attempts.
1: That's a pretty good game. I I am just not. Thanks, caller for the for the Net Kennedy info. I don't think she had a good defense against her that night. Hello, caller. You're Probably on the not. air. You're on the air.
3: Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Um, there's another sport going on right now in Europe, and it's European handball, and it's pretty awesome to watch.
4: You
0: know? So this is, a sport, this is a sport that, it's another one of those ones that I, I see it every now and then in the Olympics, but it's a little more off my radar. Is this, this is closer to soccer in, in some sense, in terms of like what the objective is, right? European handball.
3: Yeah, well, it's a, it's a court sport. And it's kind of have a, has a big goal. There's six players on, and it's super fast. It's like almost like basketball, back and forth, back and forth, super fast, and, and it's awesome to watch.
1: Describe it then. Um, what's well? It mean? So you have
3: a smaller ball, like um, like a hand. Um, I don't know. I mean, you can grip the ball in your hand, and it's all pretty much just running, and you can dribble some.
1: Are you and- throwing it
3: to each other? You 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 pass it yes, and then you score, and it's just back and forth constantly. You should just Google and watch it. It's incredible. I, it's going on right now in Europe.
1: Like right now, meaning this is the 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 like the championship handball <laughs> month. Exactly. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for that information. Yeah, you'll love it. Thank you. Interesting, Jared. And I'm. Is this a deja vu, or you and I talk about it one time? I grew up with major competitive handball at the YMCA I grew up in, and it's a different sport. I, I
0: That's why I asked for that distinction, is that, that like world handball, the stuff you see in the Olympics, is like a cross between like indoor soccer and basketball, I think, as the caller said. So the, the rule set, and this is what I was curious about, was in terms of movement, because this was what... This was the part of it I was really interested in. Once a player has possession of the ball, they have three options. They can pass, hold possession, or shoot. If they hold possession, they can dribble or take up to three steps. Or excuse me. They can dribble or take three steps for up to three seconds without dribbling. So there are limits to how much they can move when they have the ball.
1: If they're throwing a ball the size, call it a baseball or a tennis ball, something that size that they can grip in their hand, If they're throwing it into a net, there must be incredible high scoring. Is there a goalie?
0: There is a goalie. Yes, there is a goalie. And the ball is, uh, for males 16 and over, the ball has a circumference of 58 to 60 centimeters.
1: The, the 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 handball I grew up with, and we'll get to you in a second, caller. The handball I grew up with. Was like squash. It was almost identical to squash. It was a. It was played against a wall, a front wall. You that's had to a re- hit. That's a recess
0: sport.
1: Recessed?
0: That was a, that was a middle school recess sport. Oh, handball. Like an yeah, right. school recess sport.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> I thought that was something really technical. um No, and it was a highly competitive sport. It was just like squash, except you used your hand to hit it instead of a a squash racket. Hello, caller. You're on the air
3: that sort of sounds like a a slam ball, that middle school game. It was on a wall. It was a larger inflatable rubber ball. Um, (laughs) But I was going to ask about a local sport. I have heard some high school students have been going and playing sports like football, tennis. So I'm wondering if you guys have heard about any local updates on City League sports or um,
1: Cool
0: sports, um, so yeah, I'll take my answer off the air. Thank you, Jim. This, Jim, this is all you. Uh, as you know, I, I've kind of given up on, <laughs> high, school. on high school sports this year.
1: Um, I'll, I will give you what I know, and it's really funny, caller that that um, that you within the last forty-five minutes. I text our expert, who is the athletic director from Mendocino High School, who goes to all the meetings, and we're waiting to hear. He is coming on the air next Friday. And has guaranteed us he would come on the air the big high school north coast section called the ncs they are underneath the cif california interscholastic federation and then we mendocino boonville all the local small schools here are underneath the ncs and we're getting an update right now there's nothing and um all i know is I have seen more kids running around in fields, but there's nothing. They're supposed to not share uh, equipment, this and that. I don't know. Rec League, I haven't heard anything going on. So I I haven't heard anything has changed except that there's a big meeting on Monday. And caller, please come in next week, and we'll give you up-to-date from the horse's mouth. Jerry, you have anything to add to that? Sure.
0: Just to clarify, and uh, Jimmy, I think you mentioned this, but that update is going to be specifically for high school sports. That's not going to have anything to do with, like, you know, Ukiah or Fort Bragg recreational leagues and stuff like that. This is specifically for high school sports.
1: Okay, well, I will commit then. No goal will be on giving us an update of all high school sports around. He'll be able to tell us what the Southern California schools were talking about, or actually any schools. And and I will make an effort. Talk. I'll talk to the city this week. I'll talk to the county. I'll talk to rec leagues. I will talk to Mendocino College. And let's have a roundup next week sure. on on local, I guess, participation sports. We don't have another call. I never got. I never got my this day in sports in. Is is it too late?
0: No, I said go for it. We can always go circle back to something. Give us a call if you do want to talk sports. 707-895-2448. That's the number to call if you want to talk about sports. Go ahead. Hey, wait a minute. What,
1: what was she talking about? Smash ball.
0: It's just another name for it. We call the, the reason I, it was funny that she mentioned Smash Ball that caller. What you called handball, we called wall ball, and, wall they, ball. and that caller called it Smash Ball. It's all the same sport. But you
1: didn't have si- the- you didn't have side walls and a back wall like in squash.
0: No. Okay. No, we just had, a, like, a big vertical wall that was in front of us.
1: And and when you hit the ball, it had to get get to the wall before it bounced, right? I mean, you played some sort of rules.
5: Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> All right, my This Day in Sports, January twenty second, 1983. And you, you were starting to challenge me on this pre-show. Houston, which I imagine was the... Um, it's Rockets. Rockets. It's Houston Rockets, Houston Rockets. Back then, um, they were held scoreless in 1983. The first team to ever be held scoreless in an overtime. They lost in an overtime, 17 to nothing, in an overtime, five minute overtime. In, in um, and I immediately said, "There's no way that's ever happened again." Especially the way sports is, or way uh, basketball has changed. And you challenge that immediately.
0: Well, I I challenged it in the sense of I I can't find one and it's a little harder to look this up than I thought it was gonna be. So I could be wrong. It could not exist. It could have been Houston might have been the only team to have ever gone scoreless in an overtime. But my point with it was there's I've seen plenty of NBA games where you'll see a, a graphic show up where it's, you know, X team has gone on a five minute or five minute plus scoring drought. I don't think that's totally out of the the ordinary in the NBA, so it wouldn't surprise me if it has happened another time. I'm not saying it has or it hasn't, and I haven't been able to say that it has happened again. <laughs> All I'm saying is that scoring droughts are part of basketball, and I've seen plenty of graphics of teams going on those types of scoring droughts, so it wouldn't surprise me if it, if it had happened again, but I, I don't have proof one way or the other.
1: And, and somehow, I immediately, when you said it, I... I immediately got defensive, and I, I remember, and I said to myself, and I think I said it to you, is somehow an overtime five minutes doesn't seem the same as a, like a drought for the first five minutes of a game or the beginning of the second but it's still half. a
0: five-minute stretch of time. Without
1: like, scoring, did, I'm yeah. not
0: as much talking about the significance of it. I'm just talking about a five-minute period and nobody scoring in a five-minute
1: period. I know that's happened many a times. Right. Hello, hello call. You're on the air
2: hi uh, guys. Yeah, back again. Double dipping this evening. Um, another good basketball one I saw for the Stan Sports was uh, uh, nine, oh god, was it two thousand and four or two thousand eight maybe? Or no two thousand eighteen, I'm sorry, DeMarcus Cousins went uh, 40, 20, and ten.
1: Forty points, twenty rebounds, 10. and
2: ten assists. And the only player to do that before him was uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar.
1: It's funny, Vince and Jerry. I I saw that one, too, which I imagine you did. And (laughs) I know you're going to laugh at me for this one, Jerry, but until DeMarcus Cousins got on the Lakers last year and never played, barely played, I never really followed his career. And when I saw this on there, I said, there's got to be something to this guy. Uh Uh-huh. I oh yeah. I've, he, I've he, never uh, seen him play at his peak.
2: Yeah, he, he was a he was a monster for a couple of years. Did he did he have an Achilles injury Jerry, his uh downfall? Yeah,
0: he got hurt in a I, I don't remember if it's Achilles or ACL. I think it's Achilles, but he got hurt after the Lakers had signed him he got hurt in like just a workout just working out with some friends and then and then he also got hurt with the Warriors before that and he'd gotten yeah so I believe it was Achilles injuries with him but yeah when he was in Sacramento and then a little bit in New Orleans he was just really really he was a, a really talented player on some very bad teams and he has always had a reputation as kind of a head case with an attitude so he was just this really good nutcase on really bad teams and that's why Jim, that's why you'd never really heard of him, heard of him before, so it's seen him it's, play.
1: it's the Anthony Davis story again.
0: Well, it's the Anthony it's, Davis story without being, but Anthony Davis, I don't think you could ever make the case it was is like you know was a, a head case or like true. a that's true, a, yeah. a, a chemistry
2: type player. But didn't he play with he was with the Pelicans? Wasn't it him, and Davis, for that little yep. little stretch there? And they were both just yep. monsters. And but the Pelicans, just like right now with Ingram and Zion. They just can't get over with, you know, the ancillary pieces aren't good enough at this time. Because they had Cousins and, and Davis, and they were both double-double machines. You know, how, how are they now like a top-five team in the league? It was, it was, it was interesting. Um, but that's where I wanted to go really quick. While we have no callers if there aren't any, Jim. No, we're still so good. Is we're, we're 16 games in to a 72-game season. NBA. I've been dying to get your guys' thoughts on what you uh, are surprised about, Um not surprised about disappointed with so far uh either individually or with any particular teams in the nba
1: oh boy um we got vince i want to challenge you to be the, 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 the a very confident triple dipper let me take this call we will answer your question <laughs> and i want you to call back and prove 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 my point that we take triple dipping
4: i
2: love
5: it all right guys talk to you soon
1: call you on the air
5: Yeah, so I gotta get back to this whirly ball thing. Whirly ball this guy called in two weeks ago. Great show two weeks ago. So yeah, this is in I was in Ann Arbor, Michigan at the time. And just like the guy said, the the Whirly Ball thing is so fun. I recommend it. We would it's like a warehouse and there were two courts and they're like five minute games. And you can br- you could bring in booze and food and everything, and so and so electric I and mean, people are just nailing each other with these um, bumper cars and trying to score, and then at the end of the hour, inevitably we would all try to pool our money together and do it for another hour, <laughs> and, and then would happen like in, in Metro Detroit in suburban Detroit. I noticed there were these Whirly Ball joints opening up, but it was, like, more sophisticated. It was like a bar and a restaurant, and there'd be Whirly Ball courts.
1: Okay, hold, and, hold and, it right, right there.
5: And <laughs> leads and teams, <laughs> and the whole thing kind of ballooned.
1: Okay, hold it right there, and don't you dare hang up. Um, uh, This is like the the... 10-year-old roller skating birthday party, you had to rent the whole arena and bring your teams? Or could you just show up and play pick-up
5: whirly ball? No, you, you rented. The, so the first place in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where University of Michigan is, is like a little warehouse, two courts, and you would bring your people and then you would rent the court out for like an hour. And so every five, if you had 20 people, 10 people play at once, five minutes is up, and the next 10 people run out on there, jump in the uh, <laughs> bumper cars, and just and go at it.
1: But, so was there a winning team? Did each group that went in make up their own rules?
5: Not rules, because there'd be five red cars, five yellow cars, <laughs> and they'd be at the back of the walls. The referee would throw the ball in the center, and it was like, go, and then people would just be nailing each other. You had these, like, high kind of scoopy sticks, and the <laughs> ball was kind of a <laughs> whiffle ball, but bigger.
1: A whiffle ballish ish thing.
5: Yeah. And, and, and just like the other guy said, it was like a backboard, so a square backboard, but in the center of it was nutted. And it's not easy to shoot those things, even if you're kind of right near it, to shoot it in the uh, netting.
1: So you are trying, this isn't dodgeball, you're shooting it into a net, you're not shooting it at the other person.
5: Well, it depends how much, uh, (laughs) depends what's going on. But the object, yes, is to shoot it in the netting. You know it, it's funny when I, I'm looking at a few of
0: the websites for these different because there's Whirly Ball all over the place. There's Whirly Ball Seattle, yeah. Whirly Ball Twin Cities. Like, I'm seeing different websites all over. The, the closest thing I can compare this to in terms of the yes. overall experience, this seems like a top golf type type thing. And, if, and for people that may not know what top golf is, oh, that... they are basically taking golf and they've turned it into this like experience for people that aren't golfers where there's really good food, there's alcohol. And there's a driving range you just get to swing away it, with 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 like some format to it so it, it seems like it's that kind of idea where it's it's the entire experience as much as the physical activity that makes this what it is because if you just said hey let's just go to the, somewhere where there's a warehouse and let's drive around in bumper cars and and you'll throw this ball that i think is one thing but to add in food and alcohol and all these other elements to it, I think that's what makes this so interesting to me, is this this whole package experience of how it's sold. The the interesting thing...
5: Yeah, and it's great for parties. I would do like a yearly thing. I would go back to Michigan every year and just get a bunch of people. And and, and there's some competition to it also. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. see, See,
1: I have so many. You guys are... Both of you are taking this so matter-of-factly. This is, like, ridiculous. You know, oh, we just went to a warehouse, and we and then uh, bumper cars? I mean, this had to be a place that could support bumper cars. I mean, it yeah, wasn't just well, the right, warehouse. Yeah, me-
5: mechanics and, uh, and the whole thing with that, even. And, I mean, people, you could be sore the next day. <laughs> but from, from just people nailing you, you're strapped in with a seatbelt. Oh, so and, you... you know, so- some people wouldn't be trying to school. they'd just be with
1: people. So there's the checking aspect. There's the bumper car aspect of this.
5: Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Hmm. I, so I mean, <laughs> if you ever get a chance to play, um, okay. yeah, it is so fun and, and electric and, and yeah.
1: I think they should play it like at the Mendocino County Fair. They ought to have one day. They set up those bumper <laughs> bumper cars. They ought to let it play Whirly Ball for part of it.
5: Oh, uh, it, it
0: it looks crazy. It it I'm just watching some videos of it right now. It's it's intense, and it, it, I can see that element of it of it being like you know competitive. But then ten seconds later, everyone's got a drink in their hand as they're playing, and there's like a much more leisurely version of it. I'm watching, so I think there's a there's a grand scale of competitiveness to a sport like this.
1: So so they're not they're not stopping and having a cocktail they're, they're, they've got beer in the I, I can only car?
0: speak to the video I'm seeing and there's clearly a video part of this video where people have drinks in their hand at least at the one I'm watching the video of huh.
1: okay caller that's second second whirly ball call call of the uh, of the month hmm.
5: thanks guys thank, great show, keep thank it up. you thank
1: you appreciate it wow whirly ball again I'll try
0: it if I'm ever in a place that offers it I'll try it
1: uh, I, I will I will too let's 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 look around Portland the next time we're there, we're gonna be there again in the spring. Why don't you do a little little research? Um, <laughs>
5: yeah,
1: um, I do want to mention we're still on. Where we're it's seven thirty. Where what? Wait, we've even given the phone lines out 707-895-2448 We like this sports phone. We we like callers to call and bring up their own. We're waiting for uh the first triple dipper dipper of the uh of the year. And Vince, and Vince, he's so excited. Uh, this this day in sports, I have a new addition to that. Last week on the sports phone, I like to have one highlight, Jared. I want to bring that up now, seeing we got through this day in sports. But the highlight for me last week was one of the most twisted views of what sports are that I've ever heard across the air. I, I, I don't I'm, know if
0: "twisted" is the right word. I, I think I think. Out of left field, out of is left a better field. description of it. Yeah, I, I guess I, kind of I, more bizarre. Twisted, I think, puts a negative connotation. Okay, I,
1: I'm, I'm then, then i said Just, just out of left field, I'll, I'll go with that. That a caller called last week and said the purpose with sports was to participate, and I don't know if he said it's wrong, but I'm pretty sure he said it's wrong. That you shouldn't watch sports. That wasn't sports. The only thing that was true sports was playing sports. And I mean, my you and I talked about it afterward. Does that mean that that you shouldn't go to a concert? The only thing there's no entertainment value in sports you can't watch them? That's not really sports. I mean, the thing didn't it took me to get off the air and on the drive home to realize how bizarre that call was. Anyway, that's that that was my last week's highlight call on on the sports phone. I'm I'm a uh, I am i am do not have any more words, Jerry. You better take over. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I do want to at least give Vince's question its some honor because we oh, that's cut right. him off there at some point. He'd asked kind of what our take on the NBA season was so far. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, give us give us a call 707-895-2448 if you want to talk about sports again anything is fair game as you've seen on this show. We bounced all over the place. So give us a call if you want to talk about anything sports related 707-895-2448.
1: You want uh, me to give but yeah,
0: my, I do want to give Vince's... Sorry, were you saying something? You
1: want me to give my first... I only have one, and it's 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 a quick one. And I haven't thought about it because I got, I got into whirly ball there. Um, my first one, Jared, was just the Lakers are better than I thought, and they're cruising. That that That's first. And I don't understand why the Pelicans aren't winning any games. Though th- Those <laughs> those are my two.
0: What do you got? I... So mine is weird because I, I, last night I was watching Inside the NBA, which is uh, the the TNT yeah, post-game yeah. show, basically. So after their doubleheader, they do an hour show where it's just the host of the show. They just talk about basketball and kind of just goof off for an hour. Yeah. And I feel like I'm just stealing everything from them because that's what they talked about uh, what... for a good portion of it. Um, but I had some, of the, some similar ideas. Uh, I... The, the one takeaway is there's been some teams that have been very disappointing this year, um,
1: I, one. Especially,
0: especially in the West. Uh, Dallas has been iffy. Denver has been not good. The Pelicans, I think it's fair to say, have been very so-so. Um, and then I think there's the same thing in the East. I, I understand that they've only had one game together. Uh, as a trio with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden, but Brooklyn's nine and n- nine and eight. Oh, I, I don't think that's very good. They they even without the big three, and I don't care that Kyrie Irving was hurt. I think they've been I think disappointing. So I guess for me, that's been one takeaway. Is there's been a lot of teams that have been a bummer, but I also think I, there's some younger teams that I've been really fun to watch. That's my other takeaway. Uh, I think Atlanta is 7. Atlanta's 7 and 7. I think they should be better, but I still think they've been a really fun team to watch and they're on the younger side. Cleveland's the fifth best team in the East. They're wow. 8 7 and they have a, a couple of really really good young players, especially after their trade. Um so I guess for me those are the couple of takeaways is just that there's been some some disappointing teams, some good young teams, and then there's I think we're also drifting back towards there's like four teams that are legitimately competitors, and then the rest are kind of clearly below that. I think I don't think it's as much of an anybody's re- anybody's league as it has been in other years.
1: That was an incredible summary of what's going on in the NBA here. I yeah, tried to keep it short. That was trying to keep it short. That was incredibly detailed. I thought it was really well done. Let's see who we have on the air here.
3: Hey, hi. I was wondering if you guys have ever seen uh, donkey basketball. It was, it's been 30 years since I was in, you know, since I saw it in Santa Rosa at the J.C., But and
0: I haven't heard of it since, but, I, you know, I, I'd love to go see another donkey basketball game. So, so uh, caller, my immediate question to this is, and this is going to tip my hand of no, I have not seen this. I <laughs> have. <Is> this year, <laughs> I have. Okay, you have? So, yes. so am I, I mean, wrong? Because when, when the caller said donkey basketball, the first thing that came to my mind was basically like polo on riding donkeys, but it's basketball instead. I'm assuming that's not what donkey basketball is.
4: Oh,
1: no, it's real donkeys.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, it's real donkeys. They
3: have special, po- like, padded shoes for them, like, and, oh, yeah. and they can play on a basketball court, and, you know, they're, they're in there with their basketball. They have two teams, and it, it, it's it's actually absolutely hysterical. There's
1: There's pooper scoopers, too. The whole, oh, yeah, the whole of course. Thing.
3: I mean, that's a given. But you know, it was—it was just—it it was, just, it was so, such a fun thing. I mean, they—the—the the JC was kind of known for having. They had wheelchair basketball games, and—and and that was like you know, 30 years ago when things were just starting to you know happen for you know, other abled people, but, yeah. you know, and then, and then they get these guys in there, and I think they had, like, the police force, you know, actually had a competitive game on donkeys, also, it was it was pretty good, the sheriff versus the police, or something like that.
1: Well, let me, that, are you from the East Coast?
3: Uh, yeah, actually, I'm from Nova Scotia.
1: Boy, that is, that is technically East. really East Coast. <laughs> um, well, m- mine was a donkey basketball game at my high school in in jamestown new york and Uh, uh it was it was the police versus the fire department and Uh and you know it's these weren't trained donkeys, Jerry. These were, you know, donkeys aren't like horses. You don't just click them and they go the direction you want them to go. Once you train, <laughs> once you train them, they're pretty right. much they're right. pretty much going wherever they want to go. So it gets pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. All, just,
0: and, yeah. all this basketball is a stretch. I'm watching a video of it right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I
3: uh, I'll have to check it out. Online, but yeah, it was it was it was a hoot. It was a hoot, and you know, I'd love to see it again. I mean, it's the kind of thing that you know, it's 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 just pure entertainment. I mean, I I I mean, I appreciate a good you know good athletes you know as much as anybody, but that this was. uh, this was just
1: pure entertainment. I do. Uh, b- before I take this other call, caller... Actually, yeah. they, they drop now, so call back if you oh, want to call. But I, w- I was going to say this anyways. I Very want fine. you to stay on to hear this. And you threw something out with donkey basketball that was so... And d- don't take me wrong. This isn't a political statement, but it, uh, the only word I can come out was inap- is inappropriate just because it is so different. I have seen... The oh where was I chair? I called and told you about it. Oh, I was at a swim meet with my mother, my, my 94-year-old mother at, at a master's swim meet. And at that college where the master swim meet was, there was the East Coast Championships in wheelchair basketball. And I took some videos. That is no joke. That was no, no joke. highly Mm-mm. competitive. This was not like donkey basketball. That's all I wanted no. to say.
3: oh no, <laughs> yeah, donkey basketball was more like just entertainment. You know, the wheelchair basketball is, you know, true athleticism. I, you know, I worked with oh. the adaptive physical education program. These guys were, they were, they were good. Oh, they were good. I saw didn't the around.
1: <laughs> I saw the East Coast Championships, and I'll never wow. forget it. No. I got it. I got to take another call. Thank you. thank you Bye.
4: Thank
1: you. Hello, caller you're on the air.
4: Yeah, you got to grab the harness right up by the cheek, and if you <laughs> throw the donkeys' equilibrium off, uh, you can get him to move. I played donkey ball against both 49ers and Giants uh, in San Francisco, down there in the Bay Area. On the peninsula, you know, we used to do it every year, and the biggest mistake everybody used to make was that yank on the reins, and then donkeys would put their, you know, they just put out and brace in all fours. So you have to grab the harness, turn their heads so they're their, their center of gravity, equilibrium, whatever is off, and they'll move. Uh, PETA got in the way of Donkey Ball. That's who got in the way of Donkey Ball.
0: PETA? Interesting. I, Peta. Could, I could absolutely see that being the case. I, yeah, that, that, that makes sense to me. What's Peter? Yeah,
4: PETA got. I mean, it actually. You know, I mean, we, we got to work. I mean, it was actually pretty cool because, you know, you went up and you met your donkey and you, you know. But, yeah, donkeys, they're going to do whatever the heck they want to do when they make up their mind. So that was the most in- enjoyable part was, you know, I was in high school at the time, but playing against these professional football and baseball and basketball players and watching them just be completely uncoordinated idiots. On the donkeys. So, well, so yeah.
1: So, are you are you both saying now that that yes, yes, um, I understand. I I didn't get the get it right away. Is donkey basketball has been eliminated by 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 um, animal rights For, organizations? Well, that
4: too. There was a war on it, you know. And I mean, oh, whatever. And in a way, yeah, you know, it can be kind of kind of cool though. We never were mean to the donkeys. Um, the owner, the owner got a little upset once I figured out the, the the key to to how to get the sucker to move. Um, <laughs> but you know, because you have to turn its head. See, the problem is everyone pulls straight on, and you know when you pull straight on the harness, the sucker just puts its head down and spreads its four its four legs and won't move. So if you grab the harness right around the ear. You know, where it's equilibrium, it's but and you throw that off, and then it it'll move, and you you know. So there you are. You're trying to get the donkey to move. You're trying to get to the basketball, and all the other people are trying to get to the basketball also. Right. I, <laughs> so yeah, it, it's you know, it's a, it's fun, but it, it, but anyway, I just I had to call in because yeah, it was good memories of, of doing of, of donkey ball.
1: Thank you so much for the I call, Chair.
0: Uh, it's not a very, it's not a very high-paced sport. Watching some of these videos, I can't. it's not exactly an up-tempo game.
1: <laughs> I am so glad that you're so good at Google, because you're, because, you know, had I not heard heard of, had I not, I might have even played donkey. They might have played against our high school team. I don't know, uh, <laughs> but I know I was in the gym for the donkey basketball game, and had I not seen that, I would have never been able to pull it up, and gave my. Gave my opinion. Can we get serious here for a second? Or, or is this all if, if,
0: serious? If, you can, if you're able to rein it back in from donkey basketball, I'd, I'd be shocked. Uh, it's 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports. we got about 15 minutes or so left on the sports phone here, maybe a little bit more than that. Uh, but give us a call if you want to talk about sports, 707-895-2448. I,
1: I, am, I am so happy we're getting callers, bringing up whirly ball, bringing up donkey basketball. It, it is the it is the epitome of what I wanted the sports phone to be. And also, now that there's no calls, I'm going to be serious, chair. and you brought this up. I don't think you brought it up for this same reason, and, and I may blindside you with this a little bit. But I sat with my wife, Rachel. Your mom, Rachel. And I saw tears in her eyes watching. I think I f- oh, yeah. felt tears in my eyes watching the MVP video, I'm calling it. And you gotta be careful, I gotta say that really quick. I wanna get this out before I ramble too much. You sent me a highlight of the Warriors awarding the MVP jersey to Kamala Harris right before she was inducted. MVP in basketball means most valuable player. They made her a Warriors jury. First of all, she's from Oakland. Well,
0: that's not. Well, let's just be clear. That's not what it stood.
1: For. No, I know, I know. I'm. I'm. I'm just giving okay, some just background. One. I'm giving background. Right. The MVP is a is a sports term for most valuable player. First of all. Kamala Harris is from Oakland. She's a huge Warriors fan. Steph Curry, after this incredible video about this young child who now is going to grow because of Kamala Harris's influence on her, it might have been a young Kamala Harris, what she might have been like as a kid, who knows. But MVP stood for Madam Vice President, and she got a jersey from the... The Warriors. And it was it was presented by Steph Curry only the way Steph Curry could. So that being said, the, the video is incredible. How can people watch it here?
0: If you just Google, if, look up Kamala Harris and the Warriors, it, it'll be up there. It'll be MV- pretty okay, easy to yeah. find. It's, it's recent news because of the, the induction only happening a couple of days ago. So it's or excuse me, not induction, inauguration. Uh, so it, it's not hard to find. It's short. It's like a two-minute video. It's it's, so, it's it's well produced and it's it's very well done.
1: I don't think you gave me that video to watch for this reason, and I do not like to. There are so many political, so many political shows on this on this and other public radio station. There's not that many open forum sports talk shows. So we like to keep it at sports talk. But this is sports talk, and I'd like to put out there, how has sports going to change from the Trump area to the Biden area? If you have how you think sports are going to change, and this, in a way, is a way that I think sports may change, because I have never seen sports figures invited to the White House and said, nah, I don't want to go. Steph Curry did that, and I believe a football coach this year, Bill... Belichick?
0: Well, Belichick is a sports, is a football coach. For- but I don't know if he if he turned down an invitation or not. He, I don't think he, he would have in he, the last, well, would, if it, maybe in the last four years, it's possible, yeah.
1: I believe he turned down an award from the White House in the last month or two. Anyway, I just wanted to throw out there how people might thought, how sports might change from one administration to the next. That's the first thing I thought of.
0: I don't actually think sports are going to change that much to be totally honest. I think the perception of sports and how sports are talked about by the White House is going to change. Oh, okay. And what I what I basically mean by that is I don't think who was in power necessarily impacted how the NBA dealt with social justice issues on their terms it was there i think what you, what's going to be different is is going to be the reaction of uh, uh, politics all right but i don't think what happened would have necessarily changed or is going to change i think the nba the nfl whatever sport you're going to pick and their movements are going to continue i just think the the, the public support for it from the white house in particular is going to is going to change there have been plenty of politicians that have gotten behind the, the social movements of sports, but when you kind of, if you filter it down to the White House, kind of quote, kind of, quote unquote, see. there's been a negative perception. That's going to change, but sports itself isn't going
1: to change. And Did d- did you even think of that when you sent me that video?
0: No, not at all. Okay.
1: Hello, call you're on no, the air.
0: I, I just thought it was a
5: cool moment.
2: Hey, guys, I'm going to come back in here because uh, lots of... Amazing stuff talked about again this evening under your fantastic program. But uh, Bill Belichick was supposed to get the Medal of Freedom from Donald Trump, and he rejected that. So that was how he went. Uh, but I will say this, Jerry, in four years, I think Donald Trump is the first president, and I don't, I'm not sure how long, you might be able to look this up quickly, that did not throw out a first pitch in any baseball game. Um, so there's one, you know, he, he broke some. Um, uh, patterns or like you know what what presidents are known to do with sports he didn't make very many sports appearances which a lot of presidents do i don't think you'll ever see another president invite a winning team to the white house and feed them fast food uh, <laughs> as their as their award <laughs> you know, dinner as their, as their team dinner um which he did with the clemson tigers uh so you know little things like that i mean i think you're right that sports will still be viewed the same way by the public but uh a lot of these social justice changes that sports are doing are because of things that came from that White House. If, if you really break it down in a way, so I do believe that that last president had a lot of impact on sports and, and the way it is, the way it kind of carries itself um, in some way. And I think that won't change going forward, no matter who's in office. That's just something that was sure. inevitable, and this particular president, you know, catapulted it.
1: 70 so, Oh, Jerry uh, we had ten minutes left well really nine minutes because we're learning we, we we're learning we need a few few minutes to sign off <laughs> uh,
2: so I, I liked your assessment Jerry uh, you answered my my NBA question perfectly I think you're 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 right we have like the old kind of uh Four or five teams cream to the rises to the top. There's four or five mm-hmm. teams that are absolutely abysmal. You know, like Minnesota. A few, you know, a few. Of those like three and thirteen teams, and then there's just a bunch of mediocrity in the middle. You know, it's uh, you know, which which leads to some really good basketball games. Um, you know, you know when you get teams that are seven and seven playing seven and seven, they're pretty evenly matched. But uh, nine times out of ten, that same team plays the Clippers or the Lakers and they're just going to get, you know, it's they're going to get handed, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty easily.
1: You've got a chance. Well, you did have a chance. Now um, I'm going to warn you, you may have a chance of doing a quadruple dipping because if the phone starts ringing off the hook, um, give a call. We have nine minutes. I'd love to see Vince set the record for, for dipping. <laughs> uh, what, that's a whole new sports term, dipping, setting a record yeah. for dipping.
2: You know, I, I listen to a lot of sports shows, and people usually don't call back a second time. But you know, this is unique, well, and I appreciate the opportunity your, this, to uh, come and go. This and, is your uh, bi- this is your yeah.
1: big chance. I'm taking another call. Hello, call. you're on the air.
4: Hey, double this. Sorry, here. Yeah, oh, wow, um, <laughs> the politics and sports. I think this uh, under the Trump administration, the local. And and uh professional sports people have finally decided that they can't afford to not say anything. Uh, look at what the Atlanta team did who happens to be partial owner of Kelly loeffler when they all came out with uh T shirts on, um, in a home game supporting the senator who was going against their owner running for Senate. Um I would like to know. I can't wait to see the reaction when some of the brain-dead inbreds in Kansas City and Indianapolis and the other southern towns and and the NFL, uh, when they don't have the Cheeto-in-Chief in in the White House, how bold they're going to be to tell those people that they're not allowed to exercise their First Amendment rights. That's going to be the big question. Well, what are the fans' reactions going to be? Because I believe you're not going to shut up the sports players anymore. They've seen what their power and what their influence can do.
1: I I, so. I agree. Appreciate the appreciate the call, especially this. Uh, we we appreciate the second dips. Appreciate it,
0: um, Jared, That well, I, I, he, he, he just let well, in On the, the NFL front. We've already gotten a taste of that, the, and I, I it was this year. I'm pretty sure that. The Chiefs had a home game where they, I think, it, pretty sure it was this year, the Chiefs had a game in Kansas City where they let in X amount of fans and there was some sort of kneeling or, or kind of, you know, whatever you want to call it, protest or whatever before the game. And the fans just outright booted. Yeah. So so I, I, I don't know. Again, I, I think the caller makes a point of I'd be curious to see how the fans continue to react. Cause, but but I think is, and I don't have an answer to that. Um, but I think he is right in that the, it's that this isn't going to stop for the NBA or the NFL, and those movements aren't going to stop. If they might get louder, but that they're not going to go away. Sorry, Jim. Go ahead. I cut you off
1: there. No, well, no, that is, you're you're right on tonight, and I, I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to let give you give you some room here. Um, do you want to talk about the Atlanta Dream for a minute? He brought it up, and I don't think people are aware of of this is this is big news, in my opinion. Um,
0: yeah, we, we can talk about it for a second. I, I want to throw another NBA observation in because I forgot about this one, and then we can kind of circle that right into the WNBA. Uh, one thing that's been really weird for me as an NBA fan this year has been seeing teams play the same team on back-to-back occasions. I love it. Like, like, yeah, just how because like that's a real baseball thing where you play a series against the team. Yep. To to limit travel this year in the NBA, they're doing more. You play. You know, the the Lakers are playing the Warriors twice in a row kind of thing. So it's just that's been interesting to see more of in the NBA. I just wanted to, yeah. to throw that one out there at least. There's, um, a, there's a game on but tonight yeah, the,
1: that, that was just played two days ago.
0: Right, right. But the Atlanta and, Dream story is, is interesting, and, and that caller kind of brought it up. and So we can definitely talk about it a little bit. So a little bit of background. The Atlanta Dream uh, is a WNBA team, and as the caller mentioned, they are partially owned – by former Georgia Senator, Senator Kelly Loeffler. Leffler. I always forget how, how her last name is pronounced. Um, for a little bit more context about her role with the team, uh, she has been kind of a silent partner for some time now. She doesn't have like a lot of day-to-day uh, interaction with the team, but she is a partial owner. 49%. Well, oh, you- I'm not talking about the percentage. I'm just talking about like her day-to-day. Okay. All right. Operation. She's not involved in like the day-to-day operations of the team, okay. so to speak. Yep. That was all I was saying there. But anyway, so as the caller mentions, the team came out wearing shirts, uh, saying to vote for her opponent in the Georgia Senate runoff race. Really? And it led to this. Yeah. And there's a picture of it if, if you look it up. And that picture led to this conversation about uh, someone buying the Atlanta Dream, the, the WNBA team. And that got started by LeBron James on Twitter putting out a comment saying, I think I might put together an ownership group for the team who's in, question mark.
1: First of all... And I- I- I think there has to be a little background. I think we're skirting over an issue and I'm gonna ask it directly to you so you can say well, it.
0: I'm trying to just do it for the sake, for the sake of time. Well, we only have about well what, is the, why, what is the reason why what is
1: the reason why they didn't want her as the owner? I mean are we, she I
0: I think it you can kinda of put that together, like, you know, she's a she's she's a senator from a southern state. Okay that, you know, Opposed election results and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think we need to get political with that. I think think you can kind of draw your own conclusions, right? Okay, good. Got it. For for the sake of time. Yep. And so... I believe there's been updates to it since then where there are conversations going on with, with the purchase of the team. Who's involved in the ownership group hasn't been revealed because I think there's a few different groups that are talking about potentially doing it. So I, I know that there's conversations going on about somebody buying the Atlanta Dream, but they haven't said specifically who is involved. But at one point, the three names that had expressed interest were LeBron James, who's everyone knows, Carmelo Anthony, who yeah. plays for the Portland Trailblazers, who is a very well-known WNBA, or excuse me, not WNBA player, NBA player, and super close friends with LeBron James. And then I'm going to absolutely butcher this name, but Chamath Palihapitia, I think is how it's pronounced, but I probably got it wrong, who is a minority owner of the Golden State Warriors. They have all said they, they expressed interest. Yeah, this is a... And we,
1: uh, you finish this up. I want to take a call and give him 30 seconds.
0: Okay, so the point being here, the last thing I was going to say is it's very doable in that, if I remember correctly, the value of a WNBA team is around $10 million, if I remember correctly. I, I can look it up. So this isn't a, in the grand scheme of things, for NBA players and a partial owner of, a, of an NBA team, this isn't an expensive
5: purchase if they wanted to do it.
1: Call, you got 30 seconds. We usually don't take a call this late.
4: Okay.
5: Just a point of information. There was a triggering event, and it was uh, Loeffler making remarks trashing Black Lives Matter. There was a particular uh, statement she made that that set them off, and that, that's where it began. Protests. And that's, that's all I got. That's all I know. Really. I appreciate. It.
1: Thank. Thanks for you uh, know. I believe that's what you were hinting at, Chair
0: yeah but I didn't know it. I think that yeah. I appreciate that clarification because the, the, that's definitely more specific than I thought than I had thought it was it, it wasn't like a buildup of just little things there was one thing that kind of specifically set them off that's fair yeah. I appreciate that call all I right
1: do, did we get enough stuff in tonight I think so that's I it think, you got uh, we're, we're done in 30 seconds
0: yeah uh well. Another week has come and gone. Thanks for everyone listening. Uh, Let's see. Next week is going to be January 29th. So we've got one more January edition of the Sports Phone before we roll on into February. So we will talk to everybody next week. Until then, uh, thanks again for everyone that called and made this show what it is. And uh, we'll sign off, and we'll talk to everybody next week.
1: I'm starting, Jerry. I'm starting to – you know, um, I didn't want to steal Fred Guzman's – cliche if you don't want to be a good sport don't play i was going to say that every week and uh we decided not to but stealing from the car talk guys i think we've wasted another hour (laughs) (laughs) see you later see you next week